Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of Spiritually Me. I am your host, Dulce Candy, and I'm really excited to be with you today. Today's episode is an Hola Dulce segment, and I'll be answering one question that I got in from one of you beautiful ladies who sent a DM um, on my Instagram. Before we get started, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. I love reading your comments and I just want to say that I really appreciate you guys taking the time and putting in the effort to do that because not only do I love reading your feedback, but it's also really helping grow the podcast. It's 7 p.m. My kids are being wild. And what have I been up to? Well, I've been waking up at 5 in the morning because I just started reading this new book called The 5 a.m. Club. I mean, I was already waking up at 5, you know, and I think it's because the whole new year type of energy and um, I don't know why I felt so much pressure towards the end of the year to map out what I want to have and experience in the first quarter of the year. And so I've been focusing a lot of my time and energy, um, just goal planning and setting up the systems and creating smaller actionable steps to manifest. Because ultimately, that is what manifesting is all about is just kind of bringing your attention to something that you want to bring forth and taking action into making it happen. You know, I think sometimes there's a misconception that manifestation is something like magical and out there and just it's mystified almost, you know, but the way that I see it, it's more of a way of just focusing your attention. And as you guys know, whatever you focus your attention on grows, right? I was waking up at five in the morning because I know how important my morning routine is for me. Um, at 5 a.m., I get about two hours, and my winter morning routine is a lot different. I don't work out right away. I pretty much just get up and go downstairs, make a cup of coffee, have some quiet time for reflection on my desk, overlooking a big window out into my uh, garden out in the dark, and then I get about two hours of just sitting on my desk and I study. Um, because there's so many things that I'm interested in guys like I have so many passions you have no idea so it's been so hard for me I know some of you guys can relate to this just finding one thing to focus on so I said okay quarter one I am completing my 500 hour yoga teacher training program and it's a lot of studying a lot of reading a lot of remembering a lot of practice practice if I really want to complete this and take my life to the next level however that's going to look for me I need to sacrifice sleeping in and work for at least an hour and a half in the morning 
from 5 to 7 a.m. and study this program. So that's what I've been doing. I've been waking up with a cup of coffee and just studying. Sometimes I'll work on like a podcast outline or a YouTube outline or content ideas and I'll figure out what I need to shoot for the day and stuff like that. Um, I'll work on questions for an interview for the podcast and things of that nature. And honestly, it just helps out so much to have two hours of uninterrupted time for me to focus in the darkness with the candle, my coffee. I'll play really soft background music on my headphones and I get so much done. I am so productive not to toot my own horn but I do have an incredible a-list library I have some of the best books that you could ever think of and I love books and I just wish I had more time to read but I opened up my library where I have like all of my books and I love to just open it up and just kind of see whatever inspires me because my books always inspire me with ideas and so many things And I opened it up and I saw this yellow book in the back and I'm like, what is this? And I take it out and it's a book called The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharman. But it talks about the importance of a five minute of the 5 a.m. morning routine and how some of the most elite people, I'm talking billionaires and like high achieving people have a 5 a.m. morning routine right and so basically it consists of like 20 minutes of exercise as soon as you get up and there's a whole science behind jumping out of bed and going straight to like a sweat session something about like dopamine and stuff like that and then you do 20 minutes of meditation journaling right spirituality all of that and then 20 minutes of learning and reading and that really helps with completing like the 10th 10,000 hours um, that we hear about where you know it takes about 10,000 hours for your genius to finally start coming forth and um, for you to become an expert in whatever that you are striving for now that I've been doing the 5 a.m morning routine I am feeling really tired Um, and a lot of it has to do with the night before preparation and you also have to get used to it so you have to stick it out I have to remind myself that even though I've been feeling odd in a sense of like, I am not usually tired because I don't really wake up at five in the morning unless I'm going through a really tough time in my life. Then I'll like really, I'll wake up at 4am. But even then, it's not something that I do consistently every single day. I'll wake up at 4am when I'm going through a hard time and I need a lot of reflection. I'll do it for like a week or something like that. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing, ladies. I've been doing the 5 a.m. morning club and my husband has been joining me um, because we're both on a mission to do things in our lives and uh, we're partners and he doesn't really like it when I call him my partner he's like I'm your husband he just feels like the word partner is too I don't know modern or woke or something like that you know towards growing okay anyways moving on to today's question we have celeste beautiful name by the way um she said hola dulce how can i detach myself from pressures of social media and not having it quote unquote all first of all i think it's great right if we're feeling like we need to measure up to something that society has deemed as acceptable and normal and you know quote-unquote successful 
then we have to really start to question why do we believe that? Where did we learn that we have to live up to certain societal expectations in order to be worthy as a human being? If social media is not really like your career or you're not an influencer or content creator and maybe your business doesn't rely on social media, I would totally take the biggest break of my life. Actually, this incredible woman that I met in one of my birthday dinners, uh, she just quit Instagram recently and she sent me a message and she's like, by the way, what's up girl? I know you might be listening. I don't know if you are, but you might be listening. I think you know who you are. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God, I admire that so much because she recognized that it wasn't healthy for her and she just quit it. You know, in the day and age where we're all online and then there's new platforms and then we're trying to go to the next platform and grow that platform It can be very overwhelming and stressful. And to be honest with you, when I'm on TikTok, just scrolling, and this is something I rarely do, but if I am on TikTok looking for inspiration, like trending audios or things that I can do, I am literally anxious and on edge as soon as I'm done scrolling for even like 10 minutes. I will testify that I, my husband, my husband will testify that he's like, what's wrong with you? all of a sudden after being on TikTok and I'm like, I don't know, I was just on TikTok and I don't feel good anymore. A lot of the things that we do see on social media, you know, like even I've seen this before, people rent out clothing that they don't own. They, you know, their studios that look like private jets and they pretend like they're flying first class or there's, you know, instances where people get flown out to Dubai But it's not because they wanted to go on a vacation. It's for some more dubious reasons behind it. But we don't know any of those kind of things that go behind the scenes. So we never really know what's going on behind the scenes of anyone's life. Because social media is that. You know, we're sharing the best moments. And even those best moments are created moments. They're not authentic moments. They're you know, staged and everything. And there's nothing wrong with that in the sense of like creativity and self-expression. But I think just bringing awareness to the fact that it's an illusion and that we shouldn't look to other people to define what we deem as valuable in our lives. My point is that the first thing that I would do is go on a social media detox, either for a week, two weeks, whatever you feel is going to help you feel better and focus on you. I always go back to that. Anytime that you spend thinking about what other people are doing, it's time that you will never get back that you could have spent focusing on your mission. You know, maybe there's things that you want to pursue, courses you want to take, certifications, maybe skills that you want to develop. Um, maybe you want to start crafting that life that you really want to live, you know, think about it. I mean, that's a really important question to ask yourself. What kind of life do you want to live and how do you want it to look? I believe we all have very unique missions and we do ourselves a disservice when we look to someone else and try to copy what they're doing, try to follow their lifestyle and their life and everything. And the beautiful thing about when you really start looking within yourself and you start to see all of these answers that come to you, like all of this inspiration, when you give yourself the space for this inspiration to come through, 
it's going to be so exciting for you, so individual, so unique. It's going to be full of passion and you won't have the need to compare yourself or to be jealous or anything because the gift that God puts inside of our brains, in our hearts, the downloads, the information, the inspiration that comes to us, I believe it's divine. When you're able to take some time with your journal to ask yourself this question, and this is so important that we take the time to think about our lives because not a lot of people actually think about their lives deeply about every category from spirituality to character to how we want to be as parents, what's important for us, our quality of life, our health and fitness, our relationships, our friendships. Not a lot of people actually spend time to think about and write down what do you want out of each and every one of these areas? Where do you really want to live? What does having it all even mean to you? Do you want to live a more sustainable life? Do you want to have a farm with animals, raise your children in a more organic, sustainable way? Maybe you want to grow your own fruits and veggies and grains. Or maybe you want to live in a big city and you want to have a certain kind of lifestyle and drive luxury cars or, you know, you want to move somewhere else. You just want to do something different than what you think people are supposed to do. But what are you really like? What would make you happy? How do you want to show up as a person every day? And you know what? Let me drop you with this one. What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want people to say about you at your funeral? When I started asking myself those questions, it really started to change a lot of the shadows that I had inside of me. Because I thought about the way that I acted sometimes in front of certain people that I love. If I die today, how do I want to be remembered? What do I want people to say at my eulogy? What do I want my nephew to say about me, his aunt, or my sisters, or my co-workers? Do I want them to say that I was a, a bitch? that I was rude, that I was mean, that I was self-centered, egotistical? Or do I want them to say that I cared about them, that I showed love, that I was patient, that I gave them a smile? What do you want people to say about you? This is why self-reflection is so important and one of the most important things that we can think of. I forgot who said this beautiful quote about self-reflection. Here it is. You already know I love a good quote. Uh, Socrates is the one that said that the unexamined life for a human is not worth living. Mm. Oh my gosh, do you guys watch Infinite Waters? Uh, Ralph Smart. Well, I've been an avid viewer of his YouTube channel for like, I don't know, 10 years since he started. He does like this slow motion thing where he goes like, mmm. And he turns his head very slowly to the left and then he says slow motion and he does it to the other right, to the other side. And I never understood why he did that until the other day I was reading something really good in a book and I went, literally, I did the same thing with my head. I, I did a slow motion to the side and I went, mm, as I twisted my head to the side, to the right. And I was like, oh, that's when you read something so good and profound and like, damn, like one of those aha moments. When you read something like just so good that it makes you go, mm, like, ooh, that was good. <laughs> that's what this quote did for me. The unexamined life for a human is not worth living. I was like, mm, slow motion this side. <laughs> Anyways, that is pretty much it for today's episode. It is 7.35 p.m. and I'm about to go put my kiddos to bed. 
and jump in bed already because I am ready to fall asleep pretty soon. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of you who are supporting the show, rating the podcast, leaving a comment on YouTube, on the podcast, Instagram. I love and appreciate each and every single one of you. And I want to know what you thought about today's episode. So send me a DM or leave me a comment. You know what to do. And I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I hope that your coming week, no, I don't hope, okay, because I know I, I want to affirm it because when you're hoping, then you're always hoping. Got to be very careful with your words. Let me think about it. How am I going to say this? I am so grateful that every single person that is listening to this podcast is a blessed individual. They experience peace within their hearts. They experience harmony and ease in everything that they do. And each day that passes by, they continue to be of service to humanity. I am so grateful for all of you that are listening because I know that each and every single one of you are making an impact in this world. Have a beautiful day.